Hi, this is Father Neil here and welcome to the May 24th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. So today we'll be looking at numbers 1135 to 1139 of the Catechism. Chapter 2. The Sacramental Celebration of the Paschal Mystery. 1135. The Catechesis of the Liturgy entails, first of all, an understanding of the sacramental economy. Chapter 1. In this light, the invocation of its celebration is revealed. This chapter will therefore treat of the celebration of the sacraments of the Church. It will consider that which, through the diversity of liturgical traditions, is common to the celebration of the seven sacraments. What is proper to each will be treated later. This fundamental catechesis on the sacramental celebrations responds to the first questions posed by the faithful regarding the subject. Who celebrates the liturgy? How is the liturgy celebrated? When is the liturgy celebrated? Where is the liturgy celebrated? Article 1. Celebrating the Church's Liturgy. 1. Who celebrates? 1136. Liturgy is an action of the whole Church, Christus totus. Those who even now celebrate it without signs are already in the heavenly liturgy where celebration is, com- is holy communion and feast. The celebrants of the heavenly liturgy. 1137. The book of Revelation of St. John, read in the Church's liturgy, first reveals to us a throne stood in heaven with one seated on the throne, the Lord God. It then shows the Lamb standing as though it had been slain, Christ crucified and risen, the one high priest of the true sanctuary, the same one who offers and is offered, who gives and is given. Finally, it presents the river of the water of life, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, one of the most beautiful symbols of the Holy Spirit. 1138. Recapitulated in Christ, these are the ones who take part in the service of praise of God and the fulfilment of his plan. The heavenly powers, all creation, the four living beings, the servants of the old and new covenants, the 24 elders, the new people of God, the 144,000, especially the martyrs slain for the word of God and the all-holy mother of God, the woman, the bride and the lamb. And finally, a great multitude, which no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and tongues. 11.39 It is in this eternal liturgy that the Spirit of the Church enables us to participate whenever we celebrate the mystery of the salvation of salvation in the sacraments. Okay, so we're beginning to look at the um, at the uh, the celebration of the uh, sacraments and who celebrates. And I suppose the first thing to say today is that we're starting with the uh, the celebration of the liturgy in heaven, a heavenly liturgy, because the sacraments are a participation for us in the heavenly liturgy. The liturgy that is going on in heaven breaks through into our reality to a certain extent when we celebrate the sacraments of the church. So this is very important. And, um, you know, people often ask, 
where can we, how can we be close to those who have gone before us? And really the answer is here, in the liturgy. In this life, in the liturgy, we're closest to the faithful departed. We're closest to those who are in heaven already. And this is why this whole, um, the whole church participates in the, in the liturgy. We see this especially in the, in the preface during the Mass where we join with the saints and the angels, the archangels. The, and actually you see sometimes at the end of the preface that's said at the beginning of the Eucharistic prayer that it lists dominions and different, uh, uh, different types of angels that are there because the angels and the saints are present singing holy, holy, holy. And when we're singing holy, holy, holy in church, we're present as well. Again, we need to be conscious for this. We need to be conscious to realize what's happening. Because if you're not conscious, somebody can be present and you don't realize it. You know, you could be uh, outside walking and your mother's walking the other direction. And if you don't look at her, you don't even notice she's there. And the same thing, you meet somebody famous, maybe you don't realize they're there. And especially now, you meet the saints and the angels. And if we're not tuned in, if we're zoned out... If you're in church just thinking about something else, then obviously uh, you don't you don't realize what's happening. But there is this great uh, opportunity for us to see that the whole Christ. We spoke about the whole Christ before when we were talking about the church, but this Christus totus, this whole Christ, is the author of the liturgy. So Christ Jesus, the church already in heaven the church here on earth, and even the church in purgatory, participate in the liturgy. And this is why the liturgy is so important. It's this um, the most important thing the church does is the liturgy. There are many other good things, there are many other necessary things. But here it's just to have uh, always um, in mind that the liturgy is the most important. That really here we can uh, participate. That those who've already died don't need the signs and the images, they're there in this full communion and full feast. But we in this life, we take part in, uh, in signs. We take part uh, in this uh, liturgy that is, in a sense, a certain sense, still veiled for us. We don't see everything. But that is the, the, um, the, first of all, that this catechesis that we're receiving in the catechism is to help us, to help us to understand what the liturgy is about, to help us see our role in it, that it's everybody takes part in the church. Not just the priest and the bishop. Sure, the priest and the bishop have a very important part in the liturgy, but it's not just them. The liturgy is the work of the whole people of God, of which they have a particular place, they have an important place, but still it belongs to the whole church. So every one of us is called to participate in this divine liturgy. So very well, tomorrow we'll continue, and tomorrow we'll look at Numbers 1140, to 1144.